Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights. My name is Marco Iacchini, and I'm a cross-asset strategist from the CIO team. On today's episode of the podcast, we'll discuss what investors should watch out for this summer, including the UK reopening path. We'll get an update on the US earnings season and Asia dollar bonds. Joining me today for this conversation, I'm glad to welcome Fukien Yap, Senior Investor Investment Strategist. So without further ado, let's start today's conversation. Now, with the Olympics excitement diluted by the COVID-19 concerns, we are left with watching the next best thing this summer, which is the markets. History suggests that the month of August, October are seasonally lackluster and uh, risk assets tend to underperform. Now, Fukien, what can investors focus on over the coming weeks? Yeah, thanks, Marco. Um, yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, the Olympic excitement is uh, dampened by COVID. So uh, we lay out in the weekly market view a few signposts. Um, one is you are watching the third wave of COVID now with the surge in infections led by the Delta variant. Now, more important than new cases, we want to watch the hospitalization rates. So the UK, we see that as a test case now. The UK has reopened with half the population fully vaccinated. So we want to see if we can live with it. Okay, So that's one thing to watch for, the third wave of COVID and the UK reopening. Second is the earnings season for the second quarter. We're in the midst of it now. Uh, so far, uh, under a quarter of the large cap S&P 500 companies have reported. And the surprises are positive so far. Full year estimates for 2021 are rising. And this supports our view that corporate earnings can drive positive equity returns. So that's the second thing. And the third signpost we want to watch is the key policy decisions, where we could see a dovish turn from the policymakers around the world. Now, if you look at the ECB, they have changed their guidance, which would imply easy monetary policy can stay for longer. And in the US, the Fed chairman, Jay Powell's comments at the US Congress last week were definitely dovish. So a discussion by the Fed about tapering may happen now only in August at the Jackson Hole Summit or in the September policy meeting. And after discussing it, an announcement on tapering would probably come only by the end of the year. And then in China, the chances of easing have also increased after they announced a cut in the bank's reserve requirement. So those are the three things to watch, the wave of COVID, earnings season, and key policy decisions, whether we turn more dovish. Thanks, Fukien. That's a, it's a really good roadmap. Now, I wanted to go back on one of the uh, one of the items you mentioned, which is the UK. Obviously, we saw fans uh, attending the British Grand Prix or strolling around the open golf course. Um, this looks like things are starting to look more normal in the UK, and uh, perhaps it could provide a roadmap for global growth and uh, and more direction in the second half of, uh, of the year. Now, um, how do you read this? What are some key takeaways from the UK reopening for you? Yeah, you're right, Marco. It's great to see thousands of people walking around in those uh, Grand Prix and the open. Um, uh, yeah, the, the UK is a test case now, like I said, you know, whether we can vaccinate and uh, live with COVID, just like we live with flu. Um, so if the hospitalization rates, they stay low, even if new COVID cases rise, 
then uh, the other countries will likely follow the UK. This will be positive for global growth. Uh, we'll move into a period of expansion, and this will be positive for the pound. And the US dollar would also fall uh, as a result. But uh, on the other hand, if the strategy uh, for reopening fails, then we think that global recovery could stall. Uh, that means the British pound would fall and the US dollar could rise. Now, on the whole, we expect that the, strate the strategy will succeed. Uh, and so it will be uh, positive on the whole. And the levels that we're looking at, if you look at the uh, pound to the US dollar, uh, if there are short-term dips, we should see support at the 1.346 and then the 1.328 levels. On the other hand, if it breaks higher above 1.39 and then 1.4, this likely signals a rally uh, to test the three-year high at 1.44. understand. Uh, one other topic I wanted to discuss today, it's uh, related to U.S. equities. Now, we saw at the beginning of the week some volatility driven primarily by the fears of a growth slowdown and a surge in COVID-19 infections. Um, does this mean that we're at the cusp of a deeper, deeper correction in the U.S. equities or how, do you, how would you interpret this, these moves? Yeah, you're right, Marco. There are worries about that, uh, but we think the answer is no. Um, so if you look at it from a technical point of view, uh, we think the uptrend in U.S. equities looks intact. Okay, the S&P 500, they bounced from a strong support at 4238, uh, which was the high in May. So this was a strong support and suggests that the uptrend remains intact. And uh, about earnings also, we're in the middle of the earnings season now, I mentioned earlier, and it's looking positive. So this should help to prevent a deep correction as well, in our view. About 21% of the S&P 500 companies have reported, and QT, uh, Q2, sorry, Q2 earnings have a surprise to the upside by 16% now. If you look at the overall 2021 earnings, uh, growth estimate has also increased, uh, increased from 37% at the start of July to 40% now. Now, as 2021 growth rate increased, the 2022 growth rate has fell, from 12% to 11% due to the higher base this year. But overall, the estimates are up for 2021 and 2022, and this supports our preferred view of the US market. Okay, and one last question before we conclude today's episode. Uh, now, we saw in recent weeks, uh, the China Chinese property sector has been under increased scrutiny as uh, regulatory pressures on one of the large developers re resulted in softer sentiment and some underperformance uh, of US dollar uh, denominated bonds. What are the implications of the stress in the China real estate sector uh, and particularly on Asia dollar bonds in your view, Fukien? Yeah, there's been a lot of news in recent weeks on a large developer or specifically Evergrande. And the sentiment in China property developers is soft right now. So uh, we look at this and distinguish uh, the short-term impact and the long-term impact actually for China's three red lines policy, uh, which is impacting the sector. So in the short term, uh, we think the developers who fail the three red lines, they will do badly and this could extend. But if you look at it in the long term, the three red lines policy is positive and the number of developers are improving their balance sheets and overall it is positive for credit. 
So we've seen the Asia high yield bonds uh, being dragged lower by the uh, China property sector. And we cannot rule out any more, uh, any further underperformance that could still come. Uh, but the valuation is looking more attractive now, especially if you compare it to Asia investment grade and US high yield bonds. So we see the weakness as an opportunity to add exposure to Asia high yield bonds. So that's where we see the opportunity now. Thank you. Thanks again, Fuken, for joining the conversation today. Uh, that is all for this episode of Standard Charter Money Insights. If you would like to learn more or read our publications, please visit our website at sc.com under Latest Market Insights. As a reminder, if you enjoyed our discussion, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.